0: Great to have the uh, praise team back. Although last Sunday was a great celebration for our our youth Sunday to see the youth in in leadership uh, in all aspects of the worship service, and also to have our youth director Isaac preach last Sunday, uh, especially the second service. Uh, Trace and I were able to sit together and worship, and that's something that doesn't happen quite often. So. I'm thankful for uh, this, the, the ministry of our youth and the ministry that you provide for our youth and children. So thank you for all that you do to allow us to be a place that is open and welcoming to, to all of our kids and youth so that they may take on the name of Christ and grow as disciples of Jesus Christ. Would you please pray with me? Oh God, we come to you this day reminded of all that you have done for us. Reminded of the the great cloud of witness that has gone before us. So God, as we uh, gather as your people, we ask that you open our hearts and minds to receive what you have for us today. We ask that you let the words of my mouth And the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. I think it was about uh, 2007, I started uh, to run 5Ks. I did my first 5K up in Sherman, Texas for uh, the arts festival that was up there. And it was was an amazing experience for me because... I'm not much of an athlete. As much as I would like to think I am, I know that I'm not an athlete. And uh, going through the the course there in Sherman, I was getting back and and saw that I was really, had a great time and just really pushed myself at the end and I pulled something. And it kind of delayed me a little bit and then Tracy and I, we started to run races together about four years ago doing a hot chocolate 5K, and there's something that I remember, especially yesterday when we were running uh, this rock-the-block race in in Plano, that there's something different about running a course for the first time, and then being able to run that same course again later. You know, the first time you're running the course, you have no idea where you're going, especially if you haven't looked at a map. So you don't know which turn is where and, and when the race is going to end. This, this particular race, there's a 10K and a 5K that's going on at the same time. And at one point, the, uh, the 10K goes off in a different way. And, and whenever I saw that, I just my heart just dropped last year. Like, I'm never going to finish this race. But this year, I was able to... Realized that even though the 10K branched off of this way, the finish line was just around the corner. I think that's how it is sometimes with Scripture, too. When we encounter Scripture for the first time, we may not understand exactly where the writers are taking us, or, or exactly what the stories of Jesus are, are sharing with us. But when we have the opportunity to go back and, and, and read through those passages again, we can get different truths. We can get different ways to interpret Scripture so that we can understand the true message of God's love through the grace of Jesus Christ. Today is a Book of Golden Memories Sunday, and, and during the second service we'll be officially honoring those who have run the race and who have, who have gone home this past year uh, from member, members of First United Methodist Church of Royce City. But as we honor them, We're going to take a look at this passage from Hebrews chapter 12. It's a passage that we may be familiar with, and I hope that as we take this time to honor those that we love, that we may pick up something different, and we can be encouraged by these words this morning. So I invite you to open your Bibles, if you have them with you, to Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. If you don't have your Bibles, you can follow along with the words up on the screen. Hear the word of the Lord. So then, let us also run the race that is laid out in front of us. Since we have such a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let's throw off any extra baggage, get rid of the sin that trips us up, and fix our eyes on Jesus faith's pioneer and perfecter. He endured the cross, ignoring the shame for the sake of the joy that was laid out in front of him and sat down at the right side of God's throne. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So as I said, today we are honoring the cloud of witness of those who have, have gone home to be with Jesus this past year of our church. And these people are, are, are strong, amazing people of faith. We honor Jim Cavendish, who I, I am sad to say that I never had the honor to meet because he passed away before uh, I got here to be your pastor but the one thing that I know about Jim is that he was extremely generous. And he was extremely generous towards our youth. And he wanted to make sure that no youth was left out of a mission trip or any type of activity. And he made sure that they were able to participate in the life of the church. And then we remember a sweet Freya Fisk. And I know uh, Freya has a special place in uh, Tracy and I's heart because uh, when we were introduced as, uh, as I was introduced as the pastor of this church, Freya was there at that first SPRC meeting. And her smile just beamed in the room. And she, I could really say that she was the first person that really enfolded Tracy and I into the life of, this church. And we are so grateful and so thankful for that moment. We also lift up Bill Edwards. Uh, Bill is a World War II veteran, so it's appropriate that on this Memorial Day that we also think of him. I remember going to his house and going to the hospital and him sharing uh, stories about the war and, and sharing the same joke over and over again. That's too long for me to go into right now, but I remember him just having a big kick whenever he got to that punchline. But I also remember having conversations with him about his faith and about what God meant to him and and how he is wrapped up in the love and grace of Jesus Christ. And then most recently, we lost Miss Estelle Daly, And the thing that I loved about Estelle was her perseverance in prayer. You know, uh, Dean mentioned that we're trying to get the phone tree back up and running again because it's kind of fallen away. But she was really one of the first people to get that going. So in honor of her, we need to get the prayer chain going again. So if there's a sign-up sheet over here by the stairs that if you would like to be a part of that, you can but I remember seeing Estelle and every single time she was quick to be in prayer. Not just for me or not just for her, but she wanted to make sure that we added others to the prayers. So that is what the cloud of witness is that's before us. That's the cloud of witness that we honor today. That's the cloud of witness that that helps us grow in our faith so that we can see that, that firm foundation in their lives and have it become a part of our lives. So how do we continue to, to run this race? How, how do we continue to move on after we know that we have those around us that's, that's, that's feeding into our lives, that's feeding into our souls? Well, first, as, as the Scripture says, we must... Set down the extra baggage. I don't know about you, but for me, I, there, there is times that even though I may put down a baggage in 2008, I'll find myself picking that baggage up again here in 2017. And I'll find ways to have that to be a part of my life. When we look at those who run, or especially those who swim, they find ways to, to shave off, literally, time so that they can be faster when they run. You know, the, one of the biggest examples is, is swimming meets or, or uh, triathletes. that they, they shave their bodies to help with aerodynamics to keep them moving forward. Not only that, but I uh, read uh, in an article about uh, triathletes, they shave because if they fall off of their bikes, that if they have hair on, it kind of grips the pavement and it does a lot more damage than if they are are fully shaved or their legs are shaved. It helps prevent them from getting injuries. Now, I was looking about when did this first happen, or the first documented time that somebody shaved before a swim meet was back in 1955, A guy by the name of John Hendricks of Australia, he shaved his entire body so that he could be faster in the water. And then the next year in the Melbourne Olympics, several other members from the Australian swim team also did that and ended up winning five of the seven swimming events during that Olympic run when I look at Michael Phelps, one of our our most recent swimming heroes, you know, you see him during the year, and he has a scruffy old beard, and he just looks all rough and ragged, but when it comes to race day, he is clean-shaven, he has his, his skin cap on, and he is ready to take the water to swim faster. My friends, that's something that we need to do in our lives too. Not, not shave our bodies, I'm not telling us to do that. <laughs> but when we run this race called life, we need to get rid of all of the extra baggage that, that holds us down, that doesn't define who and whose we are. One of the best ways that we can do that is that we embrace our humanity. We, we must admit that we are fully human, and we're going to make mistakes. Lord knows I admit mistakes that I make day after day, that, 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 I, that I, I, I screw up, but I don't let those mistakes define who I am. Ecclesiastes 720 reminds us to remember that there is no one on earth so righteous as to do good only and never make a mistake. You know, once we understand that we're gonna mess up, but we push on towards that goal to live a life full of God's love and mercy. See, we, we must speak truth into who We really are, and I know that you've heard me say this over and over again, that we are ones in whom Christ dwells and delights, and we live in God's unshakable kingdom. We are ones in whom Christ loves and delights, and we live in God's unshakable kingdom. A dear friend uh, had my wife, Tracy, put notes up in my office and in, uh, in, our, in our house. And this is a note that I look at periodically just to help me remember who and whose I am. The note says that Satan would rather conspire to keep you in a constant state of mourning, grieving over who you wish you were instead of relishing who you really are. He prefers you insecure and crippled by self-doubt. See, when we want to be this person that we think we are instead of the persons who we really are, sometimes there can be a negative connotation when we think about that, but when we try to think about us as, as horrible, fallen people instead of as one's whom Christ loves and delights, then we shortchange who we really are. It encourages us to embrace a new way of living. Instead of trying to live our lives where we're trying to be perfect, where we're trying to make sure every step is correct, we must live our lives knowing that God is there with us and for us. 2 Corinthians five seventeen reminds us, so then if anyone is in Christ, that person is a new creation. The old thing has gone away, and look, a new thing has arrived. Once we hold on to that, that new foundation or that new creation, we know that our lives are different when we look at those saints that we remember and honor today, we know that their lives were different because of the love that they shared and held in Jesus Christ. See, once we put down all this baggage, we are then free to pursue what God has for us. We must remember that all of this stuff holds us back a couple years ago, we were running this race uh, in Rowlett, and there was lightning around. And, and, and Tracy hates lightning, and I can let her tell you that story later. But uh, we hurried up out of the car, and we, we got to the line, and I realized that I still had all of these, these things in my pocket. I had my wallet. I had my car keys. I had my phone, which I normally have with me, but I had all of this stuff. And running the race was so much difficult because of those items that I had with me. Another thing that the scripture tells us is that we must endure. and We must run this race with endurance. A recent New York Times article shares that our attention span has dropped from 12 seconds in 2000 to eight seconds here in 2015, or back in 2015 was the last time it was done. 12 seconds to 15. So I know that I lost y'all a whole long time ago. <laughs> it goes on to say that our attention stand at eight seconds is shorter than that of a, a butterfly. A butterfly's attention span is longer than our attention span. Isn't that amazing? I think that kind of refers to how we are as a church, too. See, we want something fast. We want something quick. But in order to endure, in order to to fully live out the good things that God has for us, we must Endure. We must keep running that race. We must keep connected with each other, connected with God's Word, and connected to all of the good things that God has for us. See, our our goal isn't this other place where our loved ones have gone. We may think that's where our goal is, but our true goal is to be in true Christ likeness. Our goal is to have that that feeling of Christ in our lives so that we can then share that love and grace with others. So we don't remember our saints because they're gone. We remember our saints because of what they have done and the impact that they have had on our lives. I believe that if we are just focused on a location that will go after we are gone, we miss the whole point because Christ came here on earth to inhabit, to live, to to bring his fullness so that we may give our fullness to him and to others. So my friends, my hope is And my prayer is as we move forward from this golden book of memories Sunday, as we move forward from this day that we honor the ones that we love, that we then can love deeper. That we then can let God's grace envelop inside of us so that we may be a true shining example of love and grace for all to see. Let us pray. Dear God, again, we thank you. We thank you for those that we have mentioned in our service this morning, for their impact and love in our lives. But God, we know that we have lost others. And there are others who have run the race and have completed the race. And we thank you for how they have impacted our lives and how their love and grace has helped us to grow to be the persons that you see in front of you this morning. Help us to live out their examples. Help us to live out so that their story, which is your story, can become our story. And that we can pass that story on to others to live full to live in, in, in grace and in peace and in harmony with one another so that your name may be proclaimed throughout all the world. So God, we lift these things up to you. And we pray this in the strong name of the one who gives us life and life abundantly, Jesus our Lord. Amen.